listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any listener questions this we, week? We actually do. Oh, awesome. Um, listener Sabine wrote in and she says, hi there. I would love to hear if you could do a podcast to talk about fear. Mm. The fear of being a trans person in the world, what someone might think or say or do about you, and how do you combat and overcome that fear? Mm. I'm really struggling with that right now, and it's almost pathological. And so I'd love to get your points of view and your experiences. I have to get over this hurdle, and I don't know if I ever will. Oh, boy. Sabine, that's a good question. (laughs) That is a very good question. Transition, I've often said to people who are going through similar things, and they're things I've been through too, transition is a moment in your life where you really get to discover how much courage you really have. Mm. And it's cliche, but there is no courage without fear. Oh, yeah. Fear is about, courage is just overcoming fear. It means, courage means doing what you want to do or need to do. Regardless of Doing the amount anyway. of fear that, mm-hmm. that grips you. Sabine, I would say, yeah, transition is scary. It is a life change. It is something you are doing that is going to change your life forever. It's scary because it's going to take you from a privileged cis position mm-hmm. to a fairly non-privileged trans position. It's going to throw you right into a very vulnerable community. Mm-hmm. You can face discrimination in housing. You can face discrimination at jobs. You can face discrimination from family, from friends, from coworkers. Your fear isn't unfounded. It's not. Transgender people can, you know, are often can be subject to violence. Mm -hmm. There's information that actually statistics that say transgender people tend to get paid less Mm. than the general population. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's scary. You're not wrong. Yeah. Assault. And even if that wasn't all true, just the process itself has got to be scary. It's it's this huge journey. It's There's risks. There's, even if the world was the way I hope it will be in the mm-hmm. future, just the transition itself can be scary, too. Yeah. There's medical stuff. Anytime, has medicine, medical stuff ever not been scary? I mean, I, I'm interested in things like yeah. this. Yeah. For me, it's it's <laughs> always pretty scary. Yeah. And there's also the situation that there's so many unknowns when it comes to transitioning. Yeah. You don't know that you're going to be able to find a relationship that's mm-hmm. meaningful. You don't know that you're going to f- be able to find a job or a place to live mm-hmm. or earn enough money to pay for things. Mm-hmm. Transition is expensive. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there's so much scary stuff. Yeah. How do we do it? Why do we do it? How do you leave the house in the morning, babe? Oh my gosh. Someone, there was this movie, um, which we, which I, re- we watched and I reviewed on my blog. And there was a line from this that the transgender character, this movie is called Girl Meets Boy. Girl Meets Boy. And Link it's, down below. it stars Michelle Henley, who is a very awesome trans girl. We love her. And one of the lines in that movie, that really struck struck me, even though it was written by a cis male, was living out loud comes with a pretty big price tag, but not as big a price as the alternative. Hmm. And to me, that sums up why transgender people 
overcome their fear and transition. Mm -hmm. We realize that basically staring that fear down, pushing ourselves through it, overcoming it is what's going to get us to the point where we're not going to be wrestling with this internalized dysphoria constantly every Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, that fear is a huge, huge obstacle. Yes. And getting over that obstacle as terrifying as that is, it's going to take you to a better place. And it's a tremendous accomplishment. Oh, my God. That's actually one of the reasons why I'm, like, not feeling particularly, like, wanting to be stealth. Yeah. I always thought, I always thought like, stealth would be my goal. Mm-hmm. But, like, the more I, I look at it, the more I'm like, wow, transition is quite an accomplishment. Stealth, for listeners who might have missed it on a previous episode, just means that... Everyone in your life perceives you and treats you and talks to you as if you were born in your preferred gender. Maybe you've moved from your hometown and everyone, all your friends and all your coworkers, just know faith. Yeah. And, and that's to be stealth. No one knows that you are, have successfully transitioned. They just know you're a woman or yes. a man. Exactly. Continue. So the, the value to not living stealth is that people know. Yes. That this enormous hurdle has been cleared Mm -hmm. that this accomplishment has been achieved yes and i think it is an accomplishment Mm -hmm. i i will say that in my own transition i have dealt with huge huge crazy fears and i'll i'll outline real quick some of those Mm -hmm. coming out to my partner kath i didn't know that she wasn't I didn't know that she wasn't going to reject me completely. It's scary. You and, know. you know, dump me and tell me, you know, I only date real virile men. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because that is an actual it's, scary thing. It is. And that having to come out to someone, someone so important to you, is is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's so much fear of losing everything. Coming out. I remember d- deciding to come out full time and and going through those steps, walking to the courthouse Mm. where I was going to get my name legally changed. Mm -hmm. I remember being like, oh my God, walking there and walking down the street and just like thinking to myself, oh my God, am I really doing this? Absolutely terrified. I described it as just kind of putting myself on autopilot. Yeah. Just putting one step in, or one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and just walking and just trying not to think about it. Coming out at work, dealing with like like that first meeting I was going to have with HR, I was so terrified. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I couldn't do anything. I was actually like shaking during that meeting, you know, before I, I said anything. It's just fearing that you might lose your job. Mm-hmm. And everything that that comes with, not being able to afford a place to live, you know, going into debt, whatever, that all the horrible things that could happen. Mm-hmm. And even going outside, when I first moved to New York, when I lived in suburban Georgia, I went out, I actually went out presenting female maybe like three times. Mm-hmm. It was not very common. Um, I guess in college it was a little more, but mm-hmm. in, in high school it's very, very rare. And... It's. It was in New York. I upped my frequency of going out because, you know, I lived by myself. There was no issue that my parents or my parents' pastor or someone was going to bump <laughs> into me. Mm-hmm. Just the idea of walking outside my house took so much courage because I was terrified 
The idea that I was going to, like, go outside my house, lock my door behind me, and, like, be in the world. Mm -hmm. Am I going to get attacked? Am I going to get called names? Am I going to get harassed? Mm -hmm. Am I going to... Is lightning going to come out of the sky and strike me down? That, yeah, not only that, that's that's a whole other issue. I'm thinking just, like, street violence people, and harassment. Yeah, yeah. No, people are the worst. Let's but. face facts, too. A lot of people come come to... There's a lot of people out there who have very sincere religious beliefs, and you may need to be coming to terms with that. Mm-hmm. You may be fearing losing your community, losing your church, mm-hmm. um, or losing, you know, your place of worship, being told, you know, you're no longer welcome here. You're no longer a part of our community. Mm-hmm. You may face, you may fear eternal damnation. Yeah. You know, it's a serious thing that people fear. And, oh my gosh, there's so much. But, and that's, we all face that. Yeah. But and here you are on the other side. What's it like? Being on the other side is, is wonderful because I can just go to work every day and it's no big deal to leave the house. Yeah. I can walk down the street and like go shop and like go in the restroom that matches my gender identity and be fine. And it's so common and frequent that it's like, I, it's this amazingly mundane <laughs> idea and you know having a partner who supports me and is cool with the transy stuff mm. and having family that also supports me mm-hmm. and is cool with the transy stuff mm-hmm. it's amazing and i've i've personally been quite lucky that i haven't really dealt with a lot of negative consequences in my transition mm-hmm. some people out there are you know kicked out of their house yeah or fired from their jobs or shuffled off to some remote corner of their job or dishonorably discharged or dishonorably discharged there's it's there is there are serious real consequences mm-hmm. to that transition again living out loud comes with a cost it, it for a lot of people it's not as big a cost as yeah. the alternative and for some people the alternative can be self-harm Mm-hmm. Whether that's in the form of alcohol abuse, yeah. um, drug abuse, these are I I understand that a lot of trans people who are who have yet to transition are still in the closet. That kind of self harm is common. It, mm. Alcohol is damaging as it can be to your liver, your social life, your wallet. <laughs> it has a wonderful way of calming your fears and your anxieties and shutting down that part of your brain mm-hmm. that's that's making you unhappy. And there's other drugs that do that, and there's other things that do that. And self-harm can also extend to things like suicide, as far as as that. And that is a very real thing that people face, because it's often a choice between choosing a life that may not work out well in any way, Mm -hmm. or choosing a life that makes you unhappy. You know you're currently unhappy. Mm-hmm. Your choice is the unknown and the very scary un- unknown. That's not a great place to be, but yeah. that's where pretty much every trans person who transitions finds themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And picking that path of transition is going to run you right into that fear. It's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of the unknown. And how do you how you come over it? How you overcome your fear? Mm-hmm. Fear, Kathleen, you're a 
You're a brain specialist. I am a brain specialist. Fear is the reptile brain. Yeah. It's your amygdala screaming at you. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, our brain basically evolved over billions of years. Mm -hmm. So we, we share we share the parts of our brain that we share with reptiles mm -hmm. and fish and things like that are the very basic parts of our brain. That yes. is That is fear. That is hunger. That is heartbeats. Mm -hmm. Temperature regulation. Just, you know, basic staying alive, but also to some extent, being alert to and knowledgeable about risks. Yes. So And danger sources and how to avoid them or defeat them. Mm -hmm. But the other part of your brain, there's other, there's multiple parts of your brain, but mm -hmm. one other important part of your brain is um, your, your frontal, frontal lobe. lobe, the best part of your brain. Which, which only, only humans have to the, uh, the degree of complexity. Yes. Maybe dolphins, I don't know. Dolphins are pretty complex too. Yeah. But... It's rare to find an um, animal with uh, a frontal lobe this complex. And the nice thing is your frontal lobe, the part that makes decisions for you, what else does your frontal lobe do? Executive function. Executive. This is, that's a great. <laughs> Thank you, educated person who's capable of talking about this in, in a way that uses the real terms. This is, this is, when I, when I am scared, I have some anxiety. When I am, I pretend that my frontal lobe is talking to my amygdala very firmly and saying, stop screaming, amygdala. We are not in danger. You need to calm down. I am the frontal lobe. I know what's actually happening. Shut it off. <laughs> that doesn't work, but it helps me feel a little bit better. Yeah. It's like being on a roller coaster. And reminding yourself that, like, this is pretty safe. This this little bar that's holding me, it's going to work on the this, loops, too. This tiny strap, it will <laughs> yeah. be fine. Um, so your your frontal lobe, it's hard. It's really hard to mm -hmm. overcome because that, that fear is a survival mechanism. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your amygdala yeah. is right. Sometimes you should be scared. It is yeah. right to be scared at times. Fear is a healthy thing to feel. But you do have to use your frontal lobe to clearly and dispassionately assess the dangers and the risks, not just the dangers and the risks of transition and living your life as a trans person, but also the dangers and risks of not transitioning and denying that part of yourself and living that lie and living with that sustained source of stress and unhappiness. And that's a decision that only you can make. It's your frontal lobe and it's your amygdala and it's your junk. And, and that's all you. You are the expert on your life. It is your call. It's still a scary decision. It is. And, and I, what. I would say to every trans person out there who's thinking about transition or who's dealing with this fear, it is totally normal. Mm -hmm. This is the proper reaction. If you're scared... <laughs> That's that's you're doing it right. You're doing it right. <laughs> it is a scary thing. It is a very scary thing. How Even you... Faith, who has yeah. resources, federal protection, supportive partner. Even you are scared. I am. And you live in a safe neighborhood. There, it is. It, it, yeah. it is still scary. It, so I just everyone who's listening to this needs to know that it's not your circumstances that make it scary, even in the best possible circumstances. It's a scary thing. It is a fundamentally scary thing. It is. And so you are normal. Don't worry about that. Yes. You're not the only trans person who's dealing with this fear. Every yes. trans person has dealt with this. Every single one. How do you overcome it? 
How did you overcome it? Partly. Like we talk about your Have frontal you lobe. It? I haven't entirely. I don't okay. think anyone ever will. It's it's so ingrained. It's like 500 mm. million years of actually, no, not that far, but <laughs> like say oh, 200 million years of survival. Our mm-hmm. animals that were fearful tended to survive more than animals that weren't. Yeah. Hence, we're stuck with this very, very strong mm-hmm. impetus to, to run away and not want to deal with this fear. Mm-hmm. And Self-preservation. There's a, good, there's a good reason for it. But yeah. in this case, it's it's stopping you from, from being where you want to be in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we said, frontal lobe. You can overcome your fear. Putting your brain on autopilot, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't really know what that is neurologically. Mm-hmm. But just kind of not thinking about it going with it so it's i mean you mentioned listening to this song before you met with yeah with hr is it a matter of just distracting yourself or sort of flooding yourself with this is this is the courage i have this is the the fortitude that i will meet this challenge i think i think knowing the song and we keep talking about this song bravado by lord off her first album pure heroin um should that be our our theme song? No, we couldn't change afford it. Up it. From Jasper and also, I, like, I love Jasper the Colossal. Okay, continue. The idea is that knowing, for me, knowing that someone else has been through that emotion, mm. knowing that you can, um, you can listen to, for me, listening to certain songs like Bravado by Lord mm-hmm. or Better Son Daughter by Rilo Kiley or Silk, down below. Silk by Wolf Alice. These are songs that deal with things like depression or bipolar or or social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, knowing that other people feel basically the same emotion and often can express that through through song, it's a great way to express that, mm-hmm. a feeling like that. And then you share something with that musician. And yeah. that's, a, that's why they are our modern poets. Yes. They're expressing these very complex emotional things in the only way that we can really appreciate it, which is through art, through yeah. music. And then you're able to look at that and say, okay, someone else has felt this emotion. Mm-hmm. I am not the only one. Mm-hmm. That to me helps. Just listening to this and, and probably hearing what I'm talking about, you know, will let you know, hey, other people feel this. Totally. That is a huge thing. Knowing that you're not alone and mm-hmm. that you're not the only one who's ever grappled with these. That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. I, I think it's hard to say how, but I think, I think. That autopilot. When I did the when I did that adventure course and had to jump off the forty foot oh, thing, I still don't know how you did that. We were in a harness and you climb up on top of a telephone pole, like forty feet in the air, mm-hmm. which is which is high. It's like four stories, it's really high. And you have to climb up a telephone pole with a little wire, little staples, the big staples mm-hmm. that are in the side, and those are your grippy things. And then you're in a harness, and then you got to climb up onto this little platform that's like the size of a dinner plate. Mm-hmm. It's very small, maybe a couple skateboards nailed together. Yeah, yeah. And jump off. And she did it. The only way to do it is just to not think about it. Doing the zip line or jumping out of an airplane. We got to go back to that platform. Guys, Faith did it. I couldn't. <laughs> I Al- thought Ali- about it. Ali Pond Adventure Course. We'll do it next summer. I think it's already Link shut down. down but uh, I... I she- she got up there. You were like the third person to jump, too. I wanted to do it first and, so I could get it over with. And and she's afraid of heights. And she got up there and she fucking did it. By just like shutting off. I don't know how I do it. I, I just don't I'm know able how to somehow shut off a part of my brain and quiet that and just do it anyway. And that's what I did when I was walking to court. Mm-hmm. When we dealt with when I when I got on a plane for the first time presenting female, mm-hmm. I just sort of did it. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of put my body into into 
autopilot. autopilot and just kind of went and did it. When I came out to your parents, it was like, are we doing this? Yes, we're just doing this. Let me not think about it right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. That may be a key. So it's it's a matter of thinking about it, assessing the pros and cons, deciding that, okay, this has to happen, and then just, okay, that has been decided. This is This is inevitable. Let's just follow through and see what happens. Yeah. And I think also, I, I don't know, I, that may be something, this is a good neurological thing to learn mm-hmm. more about. I'm, I apologize that I don't know enough about this. Because people who say, you know, they've stopped a mugging or they've um, jumped in a river to save someone from drowning mm-hmm. or anything like that, they say, oftentimes, I didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. I just did it. I just acted. And I don't know what the neurological what's going on in your brain mm-hmm. that makes that happen. But mm-hmm. I think that is something that I I think is frequently reported in like situations like war zones mm-hmm. or rescues yeah. or so I've getting your name it. change at a courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard about this a lot in the context of the veterans I used to work with. Yeah. Where they would be in a very scary situation and what almost all of them report is your training takes over. So that makes sense for like Coast Guard, rescuing people, or cops, mm-hmm. good cops, or soldiers, you know, you're you're under a mortar attack, you your training takes over. You 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 don't disassociate exactly, but you do sort of check out in the sense that your your options have become very narrowed. And these are the procedures and this is what we've drilled and this is what we're doing and that's all there is to it. So in your case, I think it was just you knew what to do, and you will walk to the courthouse, and you will hand over the paper, and you will see what they say, and you will go from there. Yeah. I think it's just you you, you know this action has to be taken, and you know you are the only one who can take this action. Therefore, here goes. Yeah. So I can't really give you, as a listener, I can't really give you my XYZ of how you do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that I would be interesting to know if any of our listeners kind of yes. in going to the courthouse or coming out to people or sending their letter to HR or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you went through something similar, I would love to hear that. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other thing to remember when it comes to fear is just, I would call it not giving a fuck or no. not giving it a good gosh darn if you want to keep this, you know, PG. <laughs> If you wanted to keep this PG, just go back, like rewind, and then go la 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 during my swearing. During the swear words, yeah. I <laughs> sometimes you have to just not give a good gosh darn. You mm-hmm. have to just go out and say, you know what, fucking, I'm outside, and I'm living my life, and I don't care what people think. And again, that's something that's I can't tell you the steps to take to put your brain in that mode. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a brain mode that I think through practice practice and motivation you have yeah you you get to that point where you want it more than you want to avoid that fear yeah and i think also the more you do something obviously the the less fearful it's going to be because you you've you've gone outside presenting in your preferred gender like a hundred times it you've got more data in your brain to know I'm not, I'm not going to get attacked mm-hmm. to, you know, it's unlikely. It didn't happen yesterday and it didn't happen the day before and it might happen today, but it probably won't. But you've got more data today. to kind of parse. Yeah. So 
the other thing is, you know, when you're in those early stages, like we've said, you've got to get a friend, go out with a friend, mm. friend, that friend, get your friend, get, get through those initial scary things with a friend to the point where you may not need that friend. I mean, you still need them in your life for like getting tacos and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like chilling out, but, um, you won't need them to just like leave your house. So I think we're not therapists. We don't know the tricks for like talking yourself out of anxiety. I know there are tricks. There's positive self-talk. There's affirmations. I know they sound silly. They actually work. If you can, if you have the resources, time, inclination, see if you can find a therapist. If you already have a therapist, bring this up with them. There are ways to make it manageable. And in the case of crippling anxiety, there are treatments for that. No one should have to suffer that way. Talk to a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if your fear, if you're unable to kind of overcome it, yeah, getting mm-hmm. get professional, get an expert in there to like, yeah, hotwire this for you. Yeah, you know, see what see what options there are. Mm-hmm. But yeah. know that you're not wrong mm-hmm. to be scared. Smart to be scared. A little scared. Yeah. And it's normal, and it's a perfectly acceptable re- reaction to a lot of things. That what you've got to take away from this is, don't let fear run your life, and mm-hmm. don't let fear stop you from doing things you want to do. You're in charge, not the fear. Yeah, do let fear stop you from like putting your hand on the burner. Right, don't do that. Or like jumping off a cliff. Like, yeah. Well, fear I is mean, important. Do you have appropriate safety gear and a bungee that's cord? The, for that's the cliff? a question. That's you know, for your frontal lobe to decide. That's exactly. So. It's normal to fear, fear, and it's also a normal human thing to overcome fear. We all do it. We've mm-hmm. all done it. You've done it in the past. You've done it before. You can do it again. Yeah. So good luck. And if you, and if you'd like to share your stories mm-hmm. about how you overcame your fear, I'd love to hear them. Yes. We'd love to hear those. Questions at genderrebels.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Tell us because other people need to hear it. They do. And it really helps uh, your fellow humans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Faith. This is helpful. Yeah. I, I, hope, uh, Sabine. I hope Sabine finds it helpful too. Sabine, get in touch. Let us know. Is this at all helpful or did we just waste 30 minutes of your life? Yeah. I hope it was the first one. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. One of the lines in that movie that really struck struck me, even though it was written by a cis male, was living out loud. 
Wait, let me look this line up. Sorry, it's okay. While Faith is on her phone, we'll cut away for a short commercial break. Have you ever considered how boring the bottom of your feet look? Hmm, if only there were a solution. Well, now there is. Foot paint. Yes, foot paint. You can put foot paint on the bottom of your feet. Walk around, secure in the knowledge that you don't have boring feet. Did you find it? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a moment to apply some foot paint. <laughs> it really feels affirming. Um, the line is, living out loud comes with a pretty big price tag, but not as big a price as the alternative. <laughs> 